Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow Tonight at 6.30, we had a few technical difficulties tonight, but we're still here. And uh, if you got the announcement um, and with enough time to jump on and listen, uh, you're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Um, Yeah, I call this a mystery guest because we're going to do something we've never done before on uh, Blog Talk Radio we are going to call somebody. Instead of having people call in and have them already be on the line with us, I'm going to call a friend of mine, and uh, I'm pretty sure he's there, and um, uh, we're going to surprise him. And he's going to be a mystery, too. And uh, my friend's name is Robbie Goldman. You're going to love this guy. Robbie lives in Denver, and he started a ministry it's called Dry Bones Ministry, and it's really a, a work to the teenagers who are homeless in downtown Denver. And they've been going for a number of years now, and Robbie is just a beautiful, beautiful man, and you will love him. He loves kids, and he's been able to work a combination of working with these homeless kids who live on the streets, uh, they used to call them gutter punks. That might be an old term now. We'll find out about that in a minute. Uh, uh, then he also brings in kids from other areas, you know, suburban kids from the city, and has them come and work with these kids. And then he takes the city kids up into the mountains um, and gives them a wilderness experience. It's really an unbelievable deal. So we're going to find out all about that. We're going to find out about Robbie. You're going to love him. He's a, he's a beautiful man. I'm going to call him right now, and I just hope this is going to work. Um, I, haven't, I haven't done this before, so we will um, – it says it's dialing. We're probably not going to hear it ring, but I think, uh, I think that as soon as he picks up, if he does, um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get him on board. And uh, you're going to love hearing about Dry Bones, um, beautiful, uh, beautiful downtown ministry, and uh, something that probably could go on in in uh, virtually any any city, I think. Um, so we will uh, we will see what happens. Sounds like um, it sounds like he didn't pick up. So I am going to. I'm going to cancel that, and we're going to try this again, and uh, hopefully, maybe we can get him to pick up this time. Uh, here we come, Robbie. Dialing. Of course, it, I could be something wrong. You know, I I am not a good producer and board runner here, so 
we will see. I, uh, maybe if this doesn't work, it'll be third time's a charm. Oh. Ah. That didn't work either. Hmm. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think we got somebody. I think we might have something going here. Hang on, folks. Robbie, are you there? Almost there. <laughs> I lost him. I lost him, you guys. Hey, you know, just just stick here for a little while with old John. You know, he's he's learning the ropes here for the first time. Give me a break. Okay, this is looking this is looking better now. Looking better. Dialing the number. Okay. Let's see. Hang on. I think we might have him. Hello. I That's think better. we might have him. Robbie. Hello. Hello. <laughs> is this Robbie Goldman? It is. Robbie, How are you, sir? <laughs> this is John Fisher, Robbie. We haven't talked for a while, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm, I wanted to surprise you. Good to How hear you your doing? voice. Yeah. I am doing yeah. well. Oh, well God. Here. It's got to have been a year yeah. since we talked. Huh? At least, yeah. I read your stuff and you get your emails, but I'm like, I should talk to John. <laughs> so, But I see your emails <laughs> every day. I'm like, oh, so I feel like I'm in contact with you, you know, because I read your I know. stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, I that know. One-sided, I know. It's that one-sided friendship thing your email does, huh? Yeah, that's the way it does, and and so so therefore, what that means is that that I got to borrow you for a few minutes right now, and okay, and uh, we're we're on the radio, Robbie. We oh, are cool. we're on we are on Blog Talk Radio, um, online with uh, whoever might be listening right now. But the beauty is, uh, a lot of our guests listen later, and uh, yeah. Uh, you can you can listen later. You can get your friends to listen. So it'd be kind of fun. Very cool. Um, yeah. But I thought I thought it'd be great to catch up, um, catch up with a, a lumber of folks listening in to find out what what on earth is going with dry bones. I'm so glad to hear that you guys are still happening. And, we uh, are. What kind of changes? What kind of changes have been happening over the year last couple of years? Um, tell us tell us what's going on. Oh man, a lot. We've actually uh, been able to bring on some staff. We um, we've been working really on a just on the ideas of collaboration with other groups. Um, mm-hmm. We found that you know one of the we've always tried to never recreate the wheel with working with young young folks in, in Denver on the streets. You know, and, and there's so, there's so many street kids, and the you know the trends tend to go up and down as far as the numbers of kids, but there's always new kids. And so we, we mm. see these different trends. And, and one of the things we've decided was, you know, we need to collaborate with folks and find creative ways to fill in gaps. And one of our first neat things, we collaborated with a couple of our former intern, college interns who graduated, and with a group that's called Belay Enterprises here in Denver, and they helped uh, on the business side help start nonprofit and some for profit things. And belay being cool. just like when you're climbing or if somebody has you on belay. So 
mm-hmm. they had never created a project outside their own uh, sphere. So we approached them, and we were able to start what's called Purple Door Coffee. And Purple wow. Door Coffee is an upscale espresso bar in Denver, and just no been kidding. open just almost two years, and has become one of the top ten coffee bars in all of Denver, Colorado, and uh, wow. employs homeless youth and young adults. And so oh, we fantastic. we work for six months to a year. Yeah, and they they thrive there. They just are doing great. Um, uh, what kids a cool idea! Transition out of homelessness or whatever, but they get life skills and soft skills and. So the only kids that get to work there are uh, come through Dry Bones. Now, Purple Door became is its own nonprofit, but they're our partner, and so all the kids uh, come through Dry Bones and are mentored. And hmm. that collaboration has been going great. And so our, well, like, what's next? So there's a housing group here that's always housed older homeless folks that have always wanted yeah. to house younger folks. And so they saw our collaboration with Purple Door and Belay and said, hey, can we do that with a house? And so we are right wow. up against the closing date of a house um, right on Broadway Street in, near downtown Denver that when when purchased and remodeled will be able to house 14 young people and six mm. staff and They'll be able to spend a year to two years uh, in community and off the street. Wow. So we are just so wow. excited. And, again, Dry Bones will be the referral and the uh, kind of the helping guide, them, but we don't have to own it because it's a collaboration. So, yeah, it's so wow. exciting to to just see this. And, you know, it, it does help balance the some of the stress, you know, that goes on with yeah. these young people's lives. So. Yeah, those are two wow. things like we just, you know, didn't see this happening 14 years ago. And so here we are. So yeah. it's pretty neat. Well, what a, uh, and what a great opportunity to be able to give them skills and experience. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, you know, those are the things that, that get them on their feet and get them get yes. them out of, out of there. Get them, get them Absolutely. Get them to go. Yeah. And how many, take ownership um, of their lives. Oh, yeah. How many uh how many do you employ through the the purple is it called purple, purple door? door? Purple door. Yeah. So think the color of royalty purple and then a door <laughs> is door of opportunity. So uh treating all kids wow. with royalty and, and unsurpassable worth and then it's a door of uh, opportunity. Uh we have currently um three working there right now. Uh three of our friends mm-hmm. that uh, we've known for a long time. One of the young men was just promoted to manager, and so he graduated the program and is staying on as a manager. Um, wow! We've graduated. Um, so we had we had two or three three graduate at the six month level, and uh, two graduate at the one year level already. And so the two that graduated early were able to find other employment, were able to get through and get going, and mm-hmm. the two other ones that were able to you know stay for a little longer, but we try to shoot for at least uh, a six-month, you know, stay at Purple Door, but uh, okay. shoot, you know, a year is the is the kind of the full program is a year. So, yeah, then we have a couple of guys that are there um, that will be in their, I guess they're in their ones in their fourth month and ones in their second month, and so we'll be they'll be hiring soon for another person. So yeah, do interviews wow. and everything. Yeah, so it's 
pretty amazing. It's really it's really a and, neat time to to go with them. So. And your your uh, your guy who who is now the manager works way up to manager. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. He he came up through your program and he he was on the streets at one time. Oh yeah, we met uh, Joe mm-hmm. who who is working there. We met Joe when he was 11 years old. Uh, Joe was uh, his mom is in was in a situation in her current living situation back then. Uh, Joe is now 24 years old. So we've known mm-hmm. Joe um, since he was 11. Is when we met him on the street. Uh, that was uh, that was his option uh, was to go on the streets uh, at the time with his mom's instability and so he and his yeah. brother little older her brother was one years older one year older and uh, mm-hmm. so they both were on the streets eleven and twelve and uh, we've been walking through life with them ever since and uh, wow the ups and downs and everything so yeah and so he is now a manager we we. Went to his. We helped him and worked through a high school graduation. Uh, he's now enrolled in uh, Metro State College and working at Purple Door and manager. Um, we call shift manager, bar manager. Yeah. And so it's just uh, you know it's not easy. We're still working every day. We do mentoring and uh, we have a life coach that meets with them. And uh, but mm-hmm. another thing we've done is. We've taken uh, our uh, counseling to the street. Uh, we've had several counselors over the year, professional counseling, and trying to get our, our the kids on the street to come and meet with a counselor was always uh, hard and very difficult for them to come mm-hmm. in that setting. So we now have a lady who's been a counselor for over 25 years, and uh, she actually goes on outreach with us, and we do... Uh, just on the street outreach counseling and meeting the mm-hmm. kids where they are to build a rapport and then set up uh you know private session meetings uh for life coaching so using the wow. terms you know not a doctor not a psychiatrist but as a life coach and mm-hmm. she's able to uh yeah. really work with kids and she works with the kids at purple door as well so yeah cool lots of change so, but uh, some things will say the same uh um so you've been about fourteen years. Uh, mm-hmm. um, That's right. When I when I it seems like maybe ten years ago or twelve years ago is when I came when I found right. you guys. Um, That's right. How how has how have things changed? What I'm asking about is not uh, you know what you're doing, but more mm-hmm. how do you what changed with the kids uh, and the whole. I mean, the whole social scene, how is it different than it was like 10, 12 years ago? Is you it know, a lot the, different? There is a lot of differences. Um, some of the differences that we didn't have back then were older kids. Um, we now have kids that still call themselves street kids that are now in their you know, early 30s uh, wow. that we met when they were in their 20s. And okay. we also still have a large, our still our largest group is 18 to 23, um, just okay. coming out of the foster care system. Um, a lot huh. of the, our kids kind of cycle. It's almost like a music thing. Uh, when we started, punk rock was a was still a big uh, genre, <laughs> and a lot of our yeah. kids would call themselves gutter punks. 
Uh, and LA was a big yeah. push on that. Yeah, so LA gutter punks. And so there's a few, but then it's it's other music styles. You know, different things have come through, and now our the kids just really gravitate to different styles. So the style of dress and things have changed. Um, mm-hmm. Kids are kids uh, during the recession came out um, away from very marginalized families. They may have been staying with their family, and then we had a big influx of kids during the hard recession time. Um, it seemed based mm. on mom and dad just couldn't afford to have that one extra child, and so and a lot of times the kids moved out, wow. not running wow. away, just moved out of a very unstable situation. Um, so we had a big influx there, and that changed kind of the the demeanor and then of course it feels like um drugs have gotten cheaper um and i mean uh-huh. i'm talking methamphetamines and heroin yeah and things like yeah. that it feels like they have gotten more uh accessible and so we have a a strong um wow. presence of that we just lost a young man um two weeks ago uh due to mm-hmm. some street crime and heroin stuff and Wow. And so we've had several deaths since then. Um, probably the biggest mm-hmm. change is as a staff with our kids is the, you know, we have over a decade of relationships. And so um, we were we were new friends 12 years ago, and now we're long-time friends. Um, because of drive-ons, we don't have an age-out policy. We don't have, a, you know, we can serve you up to this point. Um you know, it's like we've always said, when do you stop being a friend? And so we, mm. we've kind of grown up with these guys now. And, um, and new kids gain their trust in us uh, from the older kids. So that's been that's probably been the biggest change is the the time from meeting to trust has, has been able to narrow. Uh, the ah, time okay. 12 years ago, the time from meeting to gaining trust could be several, several months weeks and months and now mm-hmm. it's the reputation we're able to meet and gain trust quickly um and wow. so that's that's been a big positive change do you have more staff now than you did before we do uh matt and nikki walls are still with us and yeah um and then we've added uh well and rebecca ducals is still with us she's been there nine years now and then we've mm-hmm. added a young man named jordan uh and a young lady named annie and we still have Susan, and then we have our uh, counselor Joyce. So we've been able to add more staff. Um, yeah. It's you know another thing. Another thing that changed, John, was crazy. Is I I kept getting older. It's really weird. I don't know how that happened. You know, <laughs> I, the kids all seem to be nineteen still, and I uh, I'm kind of <laughs> getting older. So bringing in some twenty year olds was really a a, a grand yeah. thing. You know, to bring in some younger folks yeah. to to keep connecting. So that was that was kind of a one thing we wanted to do, but yeah, are, it's are, been a, are it's you been finding, a fun ride. Are you finding your your little bit less hands on now? Uh, maybe or no, more hands on in no. different ways now. You know, I do uh, okay. personally. I've, I'm able to do things that um, it's kind of neat. You know, there's not a lot of 50 year olds in our friends' lives. And so each year it's been able to add a different dimension to our okay. kind of our circle of care. And so the hands-on things, my my personally, seem more um, 
a lot more direct contact as far as, you know, spending time with kids in um, different settings uh, than I did just on street outreach. Um, you know, it's kids coming and looking for, um, you know, more just like advice on just kind of older things, you know, you're, you know, you kind of seem to gravitate to those that you're naturally one or two steps ahead of in life. And, and so, yeah, it's actually been able to, to do that is, is to maintain those relationships um, for a longer time, you know. And so, you know, meeting the younger guys, um, they're still a little bit skeptical at first, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being able to just be there and be present, um, that really has given us the ability to stay long-term and, and very hands-on and on the streets and, doing our thing, you know, we still do our summer programs with high school kids. So, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's been able to keep going. It's just more, more, um, not enough daylight, you might say. You just seem like you run all day and you realize it's, you've run a whole day out. So that's a little harder. So, um, yeah, I was going to ask you about the, uh, the, the, the high school kids, because I, I thought that was such a unique aspect of what you do, mm-hmm. what you you're you're on the street with these kids, but then you're you're bringing other kids from church groups in suburbia somewhere, right? You know, who mm-hmm. and, and giving them an inner both an inner city experience, and then are you still taking them up to the mountains and giving them the we do experience? we That's do so cool. all summer long. We start in on the we call it elevations program, and it it's um, drive-ons has always said we're we try to do 49% of our time with uh, Christians and uh-huh. 51% of our time on the streets. And I'm not saying there's no Christian on the street, but just kind of a way yeah. to divide it. But, yeah, so we bring in high school kids from all over the country. They come and spend a week with us. Uh, the first uh, Monday through Thursday morning, they are backpacking and climbing a uh, high 13,000-foot mountain. And we work on mm-hmm. kind of them for those first few days and and talk about how they can connect with folks. And then they come right off the mountain. I always say it's like coming back from a, you know, a summer camp and the kids are ready to run through a wall or whatever. They're just so hyped up. They'll do anything they can. And, and so we put them right downtown and we, we see the, we see the contrast. Um, but I always yeah. say we get to see the beauty of God revealed in both the mountain and the, the sidewalk, mm-hmm. you know, both are mm-hmm. both are both are given our care to be uh, our parish to love and take care of, and so we let the mm-hmm. mountain teach us things, and then we let the city ask questions and teach us things. And uh, most mm-hmm. of the time, those kids learn. Uh, they'll come back and they, it, they they're trying to figure out what their favorite part was, and often it's that tour walking through downtown, seeing um, where our friends sleep and seeing the, you know, just the, the hard things, but then enjoying picnics and movies and uh, going on the street and, you know, doing what we call an urban plunge where they walk through a day in the life of street street kids. Oh, cool. So, so they, get to meet, yeah. they get to meet some of these kids and sit Absolutely. down with them and talk to them. And... Yep. For three and a half days, huh. we spend that time uh, hanging out um, and just loving being loved on by the street kids and loving street kids. Um, how do the street it kids just, it changes feel all. about? How do the street kids feel about this? Does it work? I mean, yeah, you know, I, they do. 
yeah, time with our friends on the street just talking about how much value they have and how so often they feel invisible in many ways. And then when these kids come, the kind of the first thing is they'll say, I can't believe you would give up your summer to come here with us. And then they realize that these kids aren't there trying to manipulate or push anything on them or anything. They're just there to be and, you know, play football right. or hang out. And and so, you know, there's a little bit of a push and pull, which is which is healthy. And it, it kind of teaches both sides how to be mm-hmm. a better friend. Um, wow. You know, and, and the problem-solving skills that some of the high school kids have are way superior, you know, and as far as nonviolent and things, they just don't even realize how things are like that. And then some of our street kids aren't used to that. And so they hear these kids solving problems, and it just kind of works both ways, you know. And then these uh, suburban kids will see some of our street friends raising their children in some very difficult situations and sacrificing their last meal so that their child can eat. You know, mm. so they've never seen love like that. You know, I've had several of the suburban kids come up and say, I've never given away my last anything. But I witnessed <laughs> this week these street kids giving away their last cigarette or their last meal because they don't know what their next meal will look like or where it will come from. And so they're just like, oh. man, when I, when Christ talks to us about giving, I was I was changed by watching these street kids give. And wow. it's just, yeah, so both groups just seem to thrive. And really, there's nothing we do but create the intersection. You know, just we just create an intersection huh. where people that likely yeah. wouldn't meet, meet. And then we just go, let's see what happens. Um, wow. In our world, we, we just don't do that, John. We don't, we would rather build uh, roads that don't go through town. We will pay, yeah. we will pay toll roads so we don't have to drive through places. We get aggravated right. if there's a intersection, and and then our lives create that. And the, and our friends are sitting at intersections literally oftentimes, and people drive by. And so we're just like, we need mm. to create intersections where people come together. And that's been one of mm. our main things is trying to engineer our lives, engineer our lives to engineer in as many people as possible. And, um, wow. we're, and we're finding it's just changing us. You know, it's changing up in a lot of ways. So it's been really fun. Yeah. It is. It's really, really fun. Really exhausting, but really, really fun. So. Yeah, that's always the surprise, isn't it? When you you go into a ministry thinking that you know you're going to help these people and, and <laughs> you're going to maybe maybe bring them to the Lord, and and maybe you do, you know. But yeah. you never you have a you never think about what they're going to teach you. You know, no. I think that. Yeah. And, and what do you, what do you think some of the main things that that are learned from that standpoint? You know, the the, the haves. What are the haves learned from the have-nots? You know that um, what we have really isn't um, worth a lot <laughs> as far as our mm. stuff. You know, yeah. our friends have what they have, um, not out of just uh, abundance or anything. It's it usually has a practical use, um, and that we 
so I, I've learned that, and and those that those are friends that that seems that what they don't have is so overwhelmed with, by what they do have. You know, they mm. don't have the things. I think what what I've learned is to have in this absolute in this area is I really take for granted my security and my safety mm. and things. You know, that type of nature, the things that I have yeah. that you know I don't even think about, and my friends on the street just don't have the security. You know, I've got friends that just, you know, they sleep under a bridge, but they never know if that bridge is going to be raided by a police officer or someone else, you know, when they lay down. Uh And so I can learn to go, you know, when I'm laying, just laying down, um, what, what I can, what I have just by laying in a safe place, um, I think what my our friends learn from those that have things, though, is that um, just because folks have stuff doesn't mean they're mean. That's something that we've had to learn is um, that stuff, having stuff doesn't mean they dislike people. Um, you know, they, they, they have that image of everyone's a yuppie or, you know, everyone that has something is not going to like me. And so they, they're they having to learn that's just not always true. Uh, we both learn that, you know, that, that that can be true. But um, I've learned how to, like I said, how to give. I've learned how to love in ways that I've never thought I could. I've learned how to be loved, to allow myself to be loved and cared for uh from folks that, um, you know, they can't buy you a card. They can when you're someone dies. Uh-huh. They may not even have a uh-huh. phone to call you, but when you see them the next time, they just pour their heart out to you. When I've lost, my, you know, my own parents, you know, some of the first phone calls I received were from uh, kids on the street. You know, they they find a phone and somebody would have my number and call me and just weep with me. And, mm. um that I just learned that that supersedes all the stuff. You know, it just that doesn't matter. Um, but the friendship and that unsurpassable worth of every person in this world, um, absolute mm. security and absolute unconditional love are just cornerstones that you can hold on to and 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 mm. both we're all all the heart, everybody's heart is freed to freed up to love, you know. When you can free hearts to love, you know that's that's a beautiful thing. When when they can be have an inner home where they're, you know, we say our friends are homeless, and we work on helping them realize mm-hmm. that there's an inner home of peace mm-hmm. that no one can take away. The rent mm-hmm. is very expensive in a lot of ways because things are hard, but the inner home of worth and value and love and security and belonging are are inside of us. And of course, we know his name, you know, we know his name that this is a supplier of all of that. And, uh, that is what I've learned is like letting Christ be that, what he only can be, you know, and not, Mm -hmm. and not trying to be that for someone, but letting that, letting Christ be that for all of our friends is so important. Mm -hmm. And for us, Mm -hmm. for me, you know, so, for sure. Well, well, Robbie, this is so good, so good. But it sounds like uh, it sounds like God's working on you too. 
just like everybody, oh. right? He is, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The deconstruction is hard, man, you know? Deconstructing who you are is a tough work, you know? I know that the end is peace and joy, but there's a lot of things I've had to unlearn and still doing every day. And so, yeah, he worked yeah. on me hard, for sure. One last question. One last yes. question i got to ask. Yeah, the, okay. the ladies, the, the over-70 ladies that, that uh, yes. you know, probably a lot of them are maybe gone on to be with the Lord by now. But do you still yes. have a group of older people involved with the – I remember that. I was so amazed at that. How, that, that was an itch. Yeah, they're still in there? Absolutely. I will be teaching that class in the morning at 10 o'clock, yeah. just like I have yeah. for uh, 12 years now. And the things we're studying that, you know, that crazy John Fisher book, you know, set us <laughs> on the track. If that, you know, it's just been, what in the world are we doing next? But, yeah, they're there, and they are – Still loving street kids and loving Purple Door. They do so much, yeah. and um, they're not afraid to study. I mean, we're studying peacemaking now and looking at the Bible through a peacemaking perspective, and it's just cool. a beautiful thing. Yeah, they're there, and we have we've we've had several pass away. We have several in their nineties and. It's just a beautiful it's a beautiful moment for me to every week to sit with those ladies and, and spend an hour just studying studying and talking and challenging each other. You know, so yeah, yeah they're there. Oh, they remember. They, they they still do. And they have a they have a special relationship with those kids, don't they? They do. Yeah, yeah. we have several. Yep. We have one couple that they come down uh the lady comes off and she can't. She has some breathing problems. But her husband is every Thursday night at our meal. He is at the end of our uh, table and he's handing out granola bars and energy bars happening <laughs> every week. And he's 80, 81 years old, and he's there. He never misses. And um, they come on Wednesday. Several of them come on our. We have a Wednesday coffee time at a local coffee shop, and they're there. Um, you know, they 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 bring things that we can't bring. There's a little fountain play in and that was some of the little little babies were out playing in it and so they showed up with beach towels this last week, you know, to dry the little kids off. And so they I'm like, yeah. How do you guys think of all this? They're like, We're grandparents and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> and so yeah, they're very special. Very, 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 very special. Well yeah. I this, this I can't tell you how happy I am to uh, to catch up with you and absolutely and, me too. Uh, just find out all the things that are going on and and yeah. uh, we we get off the radio here um, uh, I, in the next day or two. I'll give you a call and tell you what's going okay. on with me. Very um, good. Yes, I'd this, love to hear. Yeah. Absolutely. That that would Sounds be a lot great. of fun. But yeah, but thank so you our, so you much. Plug our website for us. The yes, drivebonesdenver.org. Yeah. Drivebonesdenver.org. Drivebonesdenver.org. That's it. That's it. Yeah. People can and, get on uh, there and see different stuff and link to Purple Door yeah. and find out about the house. They can see all of that. Yeah. There's so many Absolutely. aspects to what you do. There's so many angles that's so great. You yeah. got high school kids, you got the older people. You got the people in the, in the church, and you got the kids on the street, and, and now you right. got this 
you know, the coffee thing. And <laughs> yeah, my right. gosh, this, uh, this is so great. And uh, well, so, awesome. well, uh, well, I hope I've... that uh, uh, we'll get some more people to uh, uh, find out about you and and yeah. uh, encourage. I encourage our listeners to to support this ministry. It's it's really a great one. And uh, all right. Uh, I hope you guys will continue. Yes, we will. Blessed. Thank you, John, for your blessings. Yes, but well, we okay. do as well for you. Keep keep your family safe and and keep loving them like I know you do. I appreciate you. <laughs> you know that. Thank you. Thank so, you, Robbie. All right. Appreciate you too. All right. well, yeah. Talk to you love later. You. Okay. I love yeah. you. Bye bye. Bye. Wow. How about that? It wasn't that cool. And uh, that was our mystery guest, Robbie Goldman drybonesdenver.org an incredible work 14, almost 15 years now so uh, they're digging in they've got history and they're learning they've got some really new exciting things happening and uh, gosh you know it sounds like something could happen in every city too Um, that was my other question to ask him We'll do that next time. We'll find out whether he's getting any opportunity to share any of this stuff beyond Denver because uh, I just think it could happen anywhere. Anywhere you've got homeless kids who need love, um, it's happening. It's happening in Denver, folks. So there you go. We let you know about it. Uh, find out some more. Learn. Learn. Uh, let let it break your own heart. Um See what God will have you to do. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow man. Hoping we can make it.